Hey, we are back. First podcast of the year, 2021. It's going to be our year, man. I feel it. So it's already starting off uh, fantastic. Anyway, Sam Hall, how are you, buddy? How's, how's 2021 treating you so far? The first six days of it have been pretty great. And happy new year to you and to all our dear listeners, except for that one guy. You know who you are. I wish you a worse year than last year. Wow. Yeah. All right, I'll admit it. It's it's uh, Canadian author William Gibson. I'm putting him on blast. Is there is there something he needs to be on blast for? Is this just like a general? He doesn't like Shadowrun, and I think it's a fine genre. I think it's a nice mixture of both cyberpunk oh, I you meant, and fantasy. I thought you meant like the video game Shadowrun. Well, I mean that was based upon it, but it wasn't a really good adaptation of it. Did they ever? Is there? Is there just? I remember there was a Shadowrun. I played it on the Super Nintendo. Is there another Shadowrun that ever there came was, out? There was a Shadowrun video game that came out. I'm gonna say like. 2008 9-ish but what it was was uh just a pvp everybody has certain powers and some can use magic some can use technology and they just fight each other kind of thing if i understand correctly i didn't play it myself so Shadowrun for the super nintendo i don't know if it came out for other systems but i heard it was good it was pretty good honestly it had a good story i remember playing it when i was younger so I, like i didn't fully kind of grasp the whole gravity of the game i guess mm-hmm. but like i i enjoyed it but i don't know i was definitely like 11 years old <laughs> like i definitely wasn't like fully i don't know so there I didn't you go fully get the game real I guess. william gibson we're on to you but yes other than william gibson i guess um happy new year's to you and to the Thank listeners you. yeah so i thought kind of for our first podcast back we do kind of like a little 2020 wrap-up kind of you know just talk about what happened this year a couple games that came out this year a couple games we played but yeah so i guess we'll kind of start off with like what do you think were some of the biggest stories or kind of like the the most noteworthy events in the video game sphere this year well I think one of the most important things was not actually a specific video game release. And I think it was the subject of our first podcast, and that's uh, COVID gaming. Like, basically, how video games went from being something that, you know, it's a hobby and it's an activity. And for some people, it's a job and a professionalism for streamers and commentators and stuff like that. But to being this universal thing that a lot of people did in society because they were stuck at home, you know. And uh, COVID gaming, especially with games like Among Us and other social games, whether you're like a social game like Among Us or just PvP like let's say uh, Call of Duty I think the big story of the year was how the pandemic uh, in video games was how the pandemic affected video game playing overall and it's it's had an effect in, on almost every platform and many different games that came out this year yeah ab- absolutely like it's kind of almost like in some way I mean not, not in you know every single story but it affected a lot of stories like even if you kind of look at things like you know the cyberpunk delay like that's going to stem from it like Mm -hmm. different games that got big this year that's going to stem from it different genres that got big that's going to stem from it absolutely it's obviously not going to be in 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 every big one but i even remember back in i i I don't remember when this was it was like probably like april i think march maybe march was when the lockdown started in western society yeah i remember they're like, should we put on E3? Is E3 going to happen? And then like E3 got canceled. And then like all the other like Gamescom, like, uh, like, con, like all this other stuff, just boom, boom, boom along the line kind of got canceled. And I remember thinking like, okay, like, yeah, this is getting, I mean, it was already getting serious at that point, but 
to have all these like you know even music festivals and video game festivals and everything just kind of get canceled for the year it was like unfortunately the sturgis bike rally was not canceled yes that continued on uh for reasons i guess Mm. (laughs) have you ever seen the uh have you seen the internet show the the youtube show all gas no breaks Oh yeah, doesn't he go to Sturgis and interview? Yeah, yeah, the... yeah. I did see that. That was good. That was good. Oh my god, so flipping good. Anyway, but yeah, like like as you said, definitely like COVID gaming and like especially the rise of like the social game and this and it's like I know there's like a lot of people too where they don't really play games and they kind of got wrangled into playing mm-hmm. like a party game because they're like friends were and stuff like that and they end up having like a great time with it. Yeah, I found like a lot of friends of mine who are at best casual gamers got well into at the start of COVID it was more uh tabletop gaming online, like stuff like Tabletop Simulator was huge amongst a bunch of friends. Uh, a group I play with every week does a thing on board game arena. And then Among Us hit in the summertime and like I've been playing Among Us with people who have like no video game uh, experience whatsoever kind of thing or, or at least very bare minimum they're just like yeah i know how to use a computer what am i doing where do i click you know that kind of thing and uh yeah it's, and it's, it's been super easy for like anybody to grasp when you can get it yeah. for free on on i on your uh on your phone so exactly uh, it's been an interesting year i think for social gaming and just how this pandemic has affected us as a society and video games are a part of the society a significant part because it's a big hobby that everyone does so it was interesting it has been. It's been an interesting time. There's definitely been time to play video games, I will oh, yeah. say. I have definitely <sighs> indulged. I'm right now wearing uh, arm guard, like wrist guards on my both my hands. So yeah, it has been a uh, a hell of a time on my arms. Well, you're yeah, yeah I mean, you're still pretty good. You, you, you take your breaks, you do your stretches. Yep. <laughs> Shut up, morphine. I just do a bunch of morphine before I play. Straight into the dick. well toes actually (laughs) moving on (laughs) moving on are there any other i mean you you, you mentioned like we mentioned like the cyberpunk delays like we we talked about that Mm -hmm. um but yeah you seem like you had something to say go for it well uh well there's the cyberpunk's terrible launch that's a whole story in of itself which we've covered but we can touch on but actually i think one of the big stories was more just a frustration for everybody was the whole fact that like uh for the playstation 5 especially and i think also for the xbox series x launch is and the 3080s and the 3080s yeah oh, i completely forgot about that yeah uh the the whole fact that like if you're selling stuff online now now there's just bots that buy everything and then resell it and it's crazy and it's just because like i can't remember who i was talking to i think it was you was talking about the fact that um it's because Sony wants to make the online purchasing as easy as possible for people. It doesn't have things like CAPTCHA or uh, the other CAPTCHA. I, the, the one where it's like... Which are streetlights. Which are streetlights. Oh, by the way. There's, one, there's like a little corner and you're like, oh, is it, it do a streetlight? Is it not? Does that and count? Then it's, it, if you choose it, it gives you another one. And if you don't choose it, it gives you another one. What's an interesting note about those things is those the information where you click on like, what's well, a motorcycle? What's a bus? Blah, blah, blah. It's for like that AI informa- driving. Exactly. It's being given to, like, uh, I guess, Google or whomever for their AI drawings are helping them with that. But um, since they didn't have anything like that for a lot of the verification and purchasing processes, apparently, you ended up with um, just, I I wanted to buy a PS5, and I doubt I'll have one before the summer. Maybe late spring if I'm lucky. Yeah, I don't need it anytime soon. That, that was, I mean, just the whole, I mean, like, we had this year from, you know, announcing the uh, mm. the, the next gen, current gen now. Like the like the new PlayStation, the new Xbox, the you know the 3080 Ti, um, mm-hmm. 
and then it actually being released like it was like a pretty fast turnaround i feel like yeah. i feel like this year i don't know am i am i wrong in that am I, was this year just weird or was this a really fast turnaround from like the announcement to the release it, it does actually seem like usually there's more hype like a hype yeah cycle. more fanfare more hype uh now when you come to graphics cards that's i think is a less of a hype uh, i think it's first of all a much more niche community yeah 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 I, me- I meant more specifically you're right for for playstation xbox but but either even so it does feel like it's kind of like oh this is coming out when right now oh what you know it's like uh i think that was pretty much the case with the 36 they were pretty much announced and came out very shortly afterwards i know the playstation 5 and the xbox series x have been announced a lot uh earlier but um I would say, yeah, it feels like the, maybe, I don't know if that's specifically because of the pandemic or something like that, but it does feel like the uh, lead time up to release is getting shortened for, especially for hardware. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see if this trend continues, but I'm actually kind of in favor of that because it's really annoying when you spend like eight months of, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, the PS5 is coming, it's coming. I think there, I mean, we talked about this in, in the last podcast, but I think there is, I think they're finally starting to clue in a little bit to the whole idea of, like, brand fatigue. Yeah. And, like, and it's also, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's Xbox, it's Sony, it, like, it's Microsoft, it's Sony. It's, like, people know about these companies. They don't need to be kicking down your door being, like, remember us? It's us, Sony, with their new system, the PlayStation 5. You like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's like you don't need to have, like, you already have the brand awareness and the brand recognition. You just have to, you know, be like, hey, we got this new thing coming. And I feel like they there's a lot of studios and just, like, a lot of, like, advertisement agencies that are, like, finally realizing that you know you don't need to fucking saturate mm-hmm. the market with your with your ads can yeah. i actually add one thing onto that or sorry yeah, finish. no absolutely absolutely yeah 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 i think what else has changed is that back like 20 odd years ago um in like the early 2000s or even the late 90s information ago, moved slower for sure well information moved slower but it was also video games were more of a young person's thing like you didn't aim at middle-aged dudes you didn't aim at like senior citizens even it was very much just like oh you had to say hey parents there's this thing coming out and your kids are gonna want it you had to do that but now it's like everybody plays video games so it's just like hey everybody new playstation that's what be like like one of those like uh new year's kind of whistle things that flip out you know like oh i thought that was like i thought that was like a heart eyes sigh well honest truth was it was a tiny fart and i just wanted to cover it oh yeah well, you yeah, centered yourself. I know, I know. It's a curse my honesty. Uh, remember that I always tell the truth, by the way, if we ever play Among Us again. That is... Okay. Anyway, yeah, I mean, there's some few, mm-hmm. a few other notable stories, but I mean, I think... I mean, we talked about the cyberpunk delays on end for the, the last time. Well, I don't think we need to rehash that. Nah, long story short, I'm not happy with that game until everybody, whether you're playing on a PS4 or the highest-end PC, has a stable game to play. Well put. Well put, yeah. comrade. All right, so what what are some games that you played this year? Now, they don't necessarily need to be games that came out this year, but just like some mm-hmm. stuff you played this year. Obviously, weigh that maybe a little bit towards stuff you played this year. But, I mean, personally, I, I don't have the funds to play every, you know, AAA game that comes out because then I would be absolutely homeless at that point. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. so that. I mean, having a home is is pretty pretty solid. it's it's Uh, part of the uh there's like three basic needs like yeah the maslow's hierarchy of needs that's what it is yeah like food shelter and uh uh video games and warm hugs um anyway yeah i prefer them cold (laughs) ice cold hugs i go to the morgue a lot clammy what nothing (laughs) jeez 
Yeah. Okay. Getting back to the the thing. What did you play last year? <laughs> well, the big game that I finished the year on, even though I just slammed it, was Cyberpunk. I do have a PC. So and you did finish for... it? You finished it? Uh, no, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm close. Oh, okay. I'm, I think I'm like, if 100% is everything, I, I'm not judging by the percentage in the games because he's never quite judged by that. I would say I'm at like 80 or something like that. I'm just cleaning up the map of all the uh, crime stuff and then I'm just going to do the last bunch of... I mean, it's kind of holding off on story missions because they're actually kind of fun. Yeah, no, Cyberpunk is, like, a solid game. It's just, even f with the PC I'm playing it on, it's still a buggy mess, and it's still, like, I've had one crash, one quest won't ever be able to be completed because it's just bugged out, and that's a side quest. I haven't really touched the story quest, and I hear those can be pretty buggy in of themselves, so. Uh, but I would say the game that I've played the most this year that I've been, like, oh, this this was a lot of fun, I mean, this is kind of my favorite game right now, is, uh, weirdly, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's... Just, like, there's something about it. I enjoy the story. I enjoy running through, like, Dark Ages England. Yeah, it's just, like, a solid, fun game. It's not do it's it's not reinventing the wheel or revolutionary by any stretch, but it's sort of, like, taking everything I've liked from previous Assassin's Creed games and offering them in a very similar, straightforward way. And, yeah, so I would say Assassin's Creed is probably the best game I've been playing this year, if you want to omit things like Among Us, which is sort of... I have a lot of fun playing, but I don't know if I could call that my best game. So, yeah, I'd say Assassin's Creed is probably the best game I played this year. Uh, what about you? Yeah, like, we we, we, we talked about it earlier, but, like, a lot of those, like, party games, like, I played, like, you know, like, Fall Guys was was a lot of fun. Um, Warzone, I played, I played a bunch of that over quarantine. You know, some Among Us, and, yeah, just stuff that you can play with friends. Then, obviously, the new Destiny dropped, Beyond Light. Yep. We played a uh, metric fuck ton of that. Yep. Um that was, you know, it's it's a it's a solid expansion. It's it's fun and I like it, but I got to say like Destiny sort of feels like it's in the uh midway point between It's in a holding one... pattern for it, sure. That's exactly the term I should have used. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know about you, but I found that like I enjoyed playing it, but it never really left me with any huge like, oh, that was a ton of fun. It was just like, oh yeah, that was fun. Uh, how about you? Like, did you have any highlights from the game itself? It's it's more destiny. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a, a two prong answer to that. I'd say the best and the worst aspect of Destiny Beyond Light is stasis. Yes, I'd agree. In with PVE, that. it is incredibly powerful. It's so much fun when you get just like a nice. You freeze everything up, and then it's it like the, the subclass is all about freezing stuff and then shattering it. And when you pull off that combo nicely, where you just throw like a nice freeze blast, where you freeze a bunch of dudes, and then you like come down on them and just shatter them to pieces, and then that shit just triggers a neck shatter that triggers an end. Like you're just like, yes, that's awesome. So but in P but in PvP, completely ruins the game. And like yeah. we were we, we had this talk, but like multiple PvP mains, like people that mostly play player versus player in Destiny, a whole lot of people that just pretty much strictly play that are like leaving the game. They just can't play it. So it's it's weird that this thing is so good and so fun in PvE, but then in PvP, it completely, like, we, I've played PvP for, I'm going to say, a total of two hours. Yeah. And that was only because of, like, quest lines and shit that I had to do. Well, I remember with the weekly, like, Pinnacle Bounty, he used to be like, oh, you know what, I gotta do that, so I'll do the three missions, and then I'll spend the rest of the evening playing some uh, PvP because it's fun, you know, it's little, it's it's... Now it's literally like, have I done the three? I got my pinnacle. Goodbye. Like, I'm doing Iron Banner right now, and I'm literally just, every time a match finishes, I'm like, how much closer am I to finish? I wasn't even, quest? I think I got my one pinnacle in PvP, uh, like, the first week when I was, like, grinding hard, and I, like, wanted yeah. every pinnacle. But, like, ever since then, it's just been like, 
Oh, like for like Hawkmoon or whatever. I, don't I, know. I definitely haven't been doing it every week, by the way. I mean, I've been a little bit off Destiny because I've been into Cyberpunk for the last month or so. But oh, same. The only time bef- I played it was with you like last week or whatever. Yeah. But even before when I was more into it, it was like, do you want to do the weekly thing? I'd be like, ah, sure. You know, it's just stasis is great for, like you said, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's like both the best thing in Destiny because it's made, it's brought a whole new strategy and gameplay to PvE. And it's the worst thing in Destiny because it's made PvP just like it's not that it's because you're just getting fun. frozen. You're just getting yeah. frozen from like for for people that don't know, like you're freezing. So you're just running around freezing people. You're getting frozen, and you're just it just breaks the flow of combat. Like you're just stuck until it, you're dead. Like you, there's I'm gonna say nine out of ten times you get frozen, you're pretty much gonna die. A hundred percent. Like I don't know about you, and maybe you'd comment on this, but it really feels like they didn't play test the PvP part of it with Stasis. Like, it really feels like they kind of went, well, this is, uh, you know, it, it works in PvP like it exists, so it's doing, okay, let's let's just, like, it really feels like they made it for PvE and they didn't give a shit about PvP. Well, I mean, I don't think they've given a shit about PvP for a while now, so. True, true. Which sucks, because uh, it has the potential of being a great, like, Destiny's PvP, when it works, is a ton of fucking fun, but. Oh, yeah, we've played yeah. a shit ton of it. A like, shit ton. We in we enjoy like before stasis like I mean I was never a PvP main like I kind of fell in and out of love with it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I would play a lot of it. Sometimes I wouldn't play it at all. But I always you know for the most part sometimes you tilt a little bit and you're like all right fuck this game. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean for the most part I had fun with it. So it's it it is sad that you know maybe not fifty percent of the game in our eyes, but like a solid like thirty percent of the game is now essentially just like like not yeah. playable. But yeah, and then otherwise I played um I played Cyberpunk. That was obviously good. Well, were you also playing Doom or Doom Eternal a lot? I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to I was going to mention that. I uh I was just kind of like I've always wanted to play the like Doom 2016. I haven't played Doom 20 Eternal. Uh, Doom Eternal yet 20 Eternal. Uh, I I haven't played Doom Eternal yet. Uh, that's probably that's one of the next on my list. But I did. That was also another thing I was gonna say. I just got a Switch, so I've nice. been, yeah. So my buddy lent me how many games? Um, Do you have buddy, Breath of the Wild? Tell me you have Breath of the Wild. I have. I have it for Wii U. So I mean, it's the same game. It just looks a little bit worse. But I mean, it was a Wii U game that they ported to Switch. So just yeah. just to say that. But yeah, no, my buddy lent me a bunch of games, so I've been going through that. I got Pokemon. I've been playing the new Pokemon. It's not the best game ever. The funny thing is, we were talking about... Remember how I, I was talking about in the things that... About uh, about games that, that like we didn't like, and I was talking about the EXP share that was optional in Pokemon? Mm-hmm. So funny enough, in the new Pokemon, the newest Pokemon game, Sword Shield, EXP share is like always on. Like you can't turn it off. Oh, so the thing you hate is now required. Also, where yeah. we, when we were talking in the things, huh? You said in the other. We oh, in the other podcast. My bad. I, I just said in the <laughs> talking thing. in the things. I was like, huh? in, in the other podcast. Right. Anyway, right. so that thing where I was like, honorable mention. Oh, it was the games that could have been great. Uh, it was oh, that right. Yes, yes, yes. Now I remember. And then I said honorable mention was Pokemon because of EXP share, but you could turn it off. Now this new one, you can't turn it off. So. I just want to throw that out there that I would now probably bump that up into that category. It may it might not have been an honorable mention at this point. Well, but, I, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Is is there any work or like can you do no, something nothing. like put your I, Pokemon in a in a jail or something or murder it and then get it? I later? mean, you could just walk around with one Pokemon if you really wanted to, but right. I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. But anyway, it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's got its problems. It's, is it like open world? I heard it's more of an open world version, or is it still there pretty is linear? There's open world areas where you can like. It's like one big open world area 
Um, apparently there's another one in the DLC, but it's just like this open world area that you can like run around and you can s- control the camera. Woo! Oh, that's you can, nice. You could never do that in a Pokemon game. Um, so you can control the camera. You run around this like giant field and it is, it, it's like th- the textures and stuff are a little shady. And I'm, I've definitely been playing like on the console more than on my TV because when I play it on my TV, I'm like, Ooh, like playing, I have like a 52 inch or something like that. A 50 inch. I don't know. Is 52 inch even a thing? Anyway, <laughs> it it just does not look that good yeah. on my TV, especially going from like playing a game at like, you know, on my PC and then playing on the Switch. I was like, oh, so definitely Switch has been like a lying down on my couch, like playing it. And I was like, oh, I should have just got the Switch. I, light. That's a sidebar. I mean, you know, Nintendo better than I do. I've always wondered why are they so like we will not take current display technology we're always like a step behind like i'll they've tell just you gone exactly to why okay. because two it's it's two reasons really one they can perfect that technology because it's already so old that they can like make it the best that it can be sure two it's cheaper fair all right it's it's also like kind of like especially in like a handhold console it's like it's also like for kids right so it's like the thing's gonna get bunged up you know what i mean like, I got myself a nice little case off Amazon. It's coming tomorrow, hopefully. But um, for the most part, like, it's going to be thrown in kids' backpacks. It's going to get dropped. Like, you know what I mean? So if you have, like, the highest, like, most, like, like the craziest chip in it or whatever, and, and like, it's going to be, you know, might not be the most, um, what's the word? Like, the rug, it might not be so rugged. So, yeah. So it's, like, kind of, I guess a three-prong answer. It's, like, a little more rugged. It's perfected and it's cheaper. So it's got, like, you know, it's wearing, like, a lumberjack jacket. It's got, like five o'clock shadow oh it's got more than a five o'clock shadow it's got a big old bushy beard it's all like oh no i just came from logging down berlin berlin down the white water yes oh god that's such a great song all right as a sidebar because you mentioned it all you people out there look for log drivers while sets it and watch that on youtube that is basically canada in the nutshell yeah, it's 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 a solid little it's it's a solid little slice of a Canadian. It always right runs me out though when he's dancing with her and then spins her and suddenly she turns into like the like the hook or the staff they use. Oh yeah, I'm always like, oh, that's that's a little weird. I definitely go on like a little like nostalgia trip every once mm. in a while. Like watch those like YTV like interstitials and stuff like like super shitty. Mm-hmm. like 1990s computer animation and stuff like the little one with like all the little kind of shapes they're like shooting lasers on the wall and shit and there's like balls falling and it like, does, does don't a song. remember any of this but okay anyway we're getting mm-hmm. way off topic here um so the log driver's <laughs> waltz video game what did you think of it the what the log driver's waltz video game what did you think of it i don't know but okay you know what's coming out okay actually i should say this for what we're looking forward to next year but whatever there's a cobra kai video game coming out Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I love the show. The show's great. The third season is fantastic. I haven't seen the third season yet. No it's great. It's just like, it's it's this weird show that knows how to s- completely perfectly straddle the line between like straight drama and ridiculous comedy and kind of like goofy. Like it, it's, there's something about it. I don't know what it is. It shouldn't work, but it works great. It takes itself the right amount of serious it's exactly, like yeah. if it took itself any more serious it would be cringy and if it took itself no if it took yeah if it took itself like any less serious it would just be like way too campy it's just yeah. like it just treads that line where it's like it knows exactly what it is yeah um but yeah as far as swinging back nice little uh mm-hmm. nice little segue pivoting back uh some other games i played this year so we, yeah so we quickly went into doom but doom 2016 was really good it was a lot of fun uh, I got it for pretty cheap on Steam. I 
you know, it's from 2016, so I was able to just crank up the settings. Looked fucking pretty damn good. Nice. Yeah, and it was just like a hell of a lot of fun. Like I didn't 100% it or anything like that, but like I, I, you know, I, I beat it. I got most of the power ups and everything, and you know, it is, it is a hell of a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to 2016. That's definitely, I'm definitely gonna be grabbing that soon. You mean, def- uh, Eternal. sorry, Eternal. Yeah, 20 yeah. Eternal. <laughs> so, uh, how about you? Is there anything else that you played uh, over the last year? Maybe an older game that you dusted off or? Oh, you know, what was a game list? I did spend a bit of time with was um, it's. Sort of an old game, but sort of a new game. Uh, Persona 5 Royal on uh, the PlayStation. That's, I keep hearing I, nothing but good things about that It's game. great. It's just like... It shouldn't be great because it's just a bunch of teenagers being all teenagery and stuff and then having powers and going into people's brains and fighting. And It's sort of one of these things where if you just put it down on a piece of paper and you didn't... And you just sort of describe what it was, you'd be like, oh, that sounds okay, I guess. But it's fantastic, and it's uh, it's great. It's a ton of fun. It's I don't know what it is about it, but it has this weird heart to it. Like it has like a really strong sense of what it is, and it believes in these characters, and it really leads into the whole like, man, adults are the worst. They don't understand what's going on. Um, it's kind true. of well, it's true. Yeah, all the, all, anyway, don't trust anyone over forty. That is one hundred percent true. Uh, but yeah, no, Persona 5 was a big one, and uh, I'm trying to think what else, but other than that, like, um, I played a bit of Call of Duty Cold War multiplayer for a little while, I'm enjoying it, um, it sort of comes and goes in interest to me, and it's, it's, it's absolutely fine, it's absolutely, like, generic Call of Duty fighting, there isn't really anything amazing about it, but it doesn't do anything particularly poorly, it's just Call of Duty multiplayer, kind of how you vaguely remember it to be. Well, I know another game that you were playing, Tony Hawk. I really oh, right. that's that's segueing into ba, 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 games that we lavender. <laughs> games little little uh wisps of mahogany as well. Mm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake. I missed I really wanted to get. I just don't know why I haven't got it yet. That is like a no-brainer for me to get. I just keep getting bogged down with other shit but yeah so you played it though like you enjoyed it right Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's it's exactly tony hawk one and two for quote the current generation but i mean it's not like it doesn't add a bunch of like elements or something to a map it's like the same map it just looks sharper and has nicer textures but it's still the same map the same gameplay the same sort of uh it's it's stunning almost how faithfully they ported this game in to a current generation technology but still just like it's the original two games and it's a ton of fun to play it's the same sort of thing that sort of sits on my desktop i don't play it every as much as i used to but every once in a while when i'm just like yeah you know what i feel like playing something for 25 minutes just you know take my mind off it and then like oh there it is and just fire up tony hawk listen to some late 90s music hill hits and uh grind until there's no more grinding to do because i love grinding that's my favorite thing to do in the game for some reason sick bro well are you planning on getting it soon yeah 100 100 percent. i think the next game i'm gonna grab though is i really want to play hades like my buddy's playing it now like i saw skill ups review he loved it like my buddy's loving it i'm like it's getting like on all these like year-end lists like i gotta play that game it looks fucking mm. sick it's like a it's like a roguelite just fucking the graphics look awesome the gameplay looks awesome it has a cool story like i'm I'm down, man. I really, I really want to play that game. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I mean, it's... I don't know what it is. There's something about it. I'm just not 100% like, ooh, I got to play that. The it's definitely not your vibe, though, that game, I yeah. feel like. 
for me, actually, it's kind of funny because it's also got a bit to do with Greek mythology. Immortals Phoenix Rising, I hear, is actually pretty fun yeah, little I game. And I'm looking at too. that and going like, oh, maybe I'll check that out at some point. Yeah, so like I, I hear it's like the anti-Ubisoft Ubisoft game, which, I mean, that intrigues me because, you know, Ubisoft has made good games. Also, I would like to point out, as far as Ubisoft games go, Division 2 was supposed to be fiction. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, right now, a whole bunch of people are lining up to do uh, get in a group to storm Capitol Hill, apparently. Um, during a pandemic. During, during a global a pandemic. Pandem- like, it was sub- like, Division 2 was supposed to be fiction, Ubisoft. What the Division fuck? Division 2. A chilling vision of things to come. Except it was in the summertime. That's the only difference, really. But remember, if there's an Australian there, it's their summertime. Shit. We're through the looking glass here, people. But yeah, it's like so as far so you said Phoenix. What's it called? Phoenix Immortals. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I'm into it for the reason you just mentioned. Sort of like I like Ubisoft games. I do actually kind of enjoy. Ooh, a giant map with a bunch of places to go. I'm gonna go here, then I'm gonna head there. I'm gonna take care of this. Like I, I don't mind that as much as a lot of people dislike it. I mean, I don't. I do will say their maps. uh, It's a little too big with all that kind of stuff. But you know, I'm just looking for sort of a quick little. Apparently it's funny. Apparently it's very well written. I hear it's like if you buy the humor, you'll find it funny. If you don't buy the humor, you'll like be rolling your eyes the whole time. Hey, I roll my eyes like every time I play a video game. Sorry, have you heard some of the dialogue in Cyberpunk? Have you have you oh, played some a of those dialogue? some of those like slang phrases they try to like make What's happen? Up, oh, oh, sorry, I, I got to ask you a question. I got it. Okay, spoilers for a minor side quest in Cyberpunk for the next minute jump forward until i say spoilers over have you found skippy no i don't think so wait who's skippy i also haven't played in a while because i've been i'm not gonna Switch. say but you might want to there's a mission i think it's in uh oh god i can't remember what the area is it's sort of in the middle part of the map and i i it's 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 one of the uh like side quests it's one of the gigs and it's all i'm gonna say is you're gonna meet somebody called skippy and He's great, and he has a thing where he uses the word. It's the only time I like laugh when I hear the word "chum." Uh, but yeah, no, the the spoilers over the dialogue in Cyberpunk. I don't think anyone's used the term "deets" since like maybe two thousand six. And... No, that was like a nineties thing. I feel like. like yeah. What's the deets, yo? Yeah, it's just sort of, it's where it was like. Give hey, me the deets. Hey V, I need you to take care of something over in this part of my town. All right. Here's the deets. And I'm like, oh, stop saying that. Just like... Yeah, stop trying to make, like, that slime it, happen. It also has, like... Um, it, I don't know if you ever do when you do the side missions. You can you can press left on the... Uh, uh, controller. Fuck me, I'm just... Yeah, I've been it. doing that a lot. Especially uh, when it's just like, yeah, I want to get through this dialogue tree. I, I read some of the things, and it's like... Okay, in the future, if I'm a fixer, and I know a good mercenary who can do the job, I'd be like, hey, Andrew, I need you to go to this warehouse and kill the guy in there named Frank. Take him out, kill him, choke him out so he's unconscious, whatever, just do that for me. I'm not going to be like, well, it was a stormy night in the city, and sometimes passion breeds confidence, and confidence is what Frank has. I remember when I went to do it. Like, some of these things are so wordy. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, just tell me what the, why am I reading this? Just, okay, I'm going to go there and take out a guy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. rant over. But yeah, another one that I missed over the year that I want to play, and as a as a as a Star Wars fan, this this pains me that I haven't played it yet. Is uh, Star Wars Squadrons? Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, I hear it's really good, and like 
EA has been really good with it. They're like, here's a game. It's a full game, but it's cheap. And you're like, what's the catch EA? And they're like, nothing. You're like, what? What's microtransactions? They're like, no microtransactions. This is the full game. And then you're like, I, the people are like, I don't trust you, EA. They're like, what? You don't believe us? Here's more free game. And then they just like drop like a bunch of content on people that own the game for free. People are like, wait, now there's going to be microtransactions? They're like, nope. Yeah. What's going on? Good guy EA? Question mark? I, I, it's such a, the whole microtractions games as a service thing. The problem is it's like, it's so shitty, but it's so here now and it's so effective. And like, I hate to say it. If I was the guy, you know, at EA who's in charge of finances, I'd be going like, so if we do this one thing, we'll make money constantly after the game is over. And if we don't do, we don't. I mean, seems like a no brainer to the finance part of me. Well, that's why Andrew Wilson is fucking head of EA, because he's the guy that, like, invented FIFA Fantasy League in the FIFA games. And they're like, oh, can we do that with all our games? And they found out over the last, what, like, five, six years that, nope, they can't do that to all their games. So now they're like, okay, we can do that with our, you know, sports games, but with our video game video, like, we can do that with our sports games, our our mobile games, but with Mm -hmm. our video game video games... We got to treat consumers fairly. And like, I like Gamers Unite, did, we did it. Yep. Mission accomplished. Hopefully. <laughs> Though I am going to say, I am impressed for Andrew, with Andrew Wilson himself, considering he is just basically a volleyball that, or a soccer ball that uh, Tom Hanks painted a face on. You know who he looks like? He looks like the bad guy. What's his name? Handsome Jack in Borderlands 2. That's oh, yeah. Who he yeah, yeah. Like. I mean, yes. I've never seen a photo of Andrew. Uh, all right, looking up villains, Andrew Lance uh, is his name. No, Andrew Wilson. Andrew Lance. Oh, yeah, Andrew Lance does look. No, he looks like a young Richard Nixon. <laughs> no, oh, Andrew Wilson. Okay, here we go. Um, Yeah, I guess he... Wait, is he the guy with the beard? Like, he's got a big no. beard and, like, hair. Who the fuck is this Andrew Wilson, then? All right, doesn't matter. Uh, Long story short. Are there any other games that you missed this year that you want to play? Um, well, there was one game, uh, except I own it. And it's part of the reason why I'm all, I want to get a PS5 is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I really liked that game and I really liked what I played, but the frame rate was... Ugh, on, yeah, that's like, a big reason why I'm not getting it because I have the base PS4. Yeah, like I would not recommend getting it until... Apparently the PS5 version, I was talking to uh, a friend of the show... Uh, uh, Billy, I won't say his last name for identity theft. Billy Hoosh. No, you can say Billy Hoosh. God, shut up. They're, they're taking his ID right now. Anyways, he was talking about it. He was saying that it looks really good. He's played it and it looks really good and it plays really great on the PS5. And I, I that's great because I, I, what little I played, I was like, oh, this is a fun game. It just was so like blurry and muddy. And like at one point the frames kept dropping and I'm like, this is nothing but i'm also playing it on like a first generation ps4 yeah that's so, what i'd be playing it on yeah. and it's like it is fucking six-year-old hardware yeah yeah so it's part of the reason i want to go to ps5 um try to think what else came out uh you know honest truth there it's been a kind of weird year for games there hasn't been a lot that i've been like oh i missed out on that this year um i think because yeah i, I also more played time yeah i play games yeah, I've been kind of going through the back catalog. Like, I like I played Doom. Mm-hmm. I played um, uh, the first Tomb Raider as well because uh, somebody, not going to mention who, gifted me Tomb Raider on Steam. It's fun. It's a solid fun game. 
Yeah, it's it's I didn't I didn't beat it, but I did have fun with it. I didn't like love it, but I did it is another one of those games. I think where the it's second like, one is better. That's I haven't played I the third one, but the second one is actually like really solid. It's kind of like the first one they were sort of like, okay, this is what we're trying, is this working? And the second one, like, okay, this worked, this didn't work, here we go. Yeah, and it's just like I had fun with it. I, I it was kind of just like a whole like I kind of was just like, yeah, I'll give this a try. And I'm like, yeah, I'm having fun with this. And then something else came along and I'm like, yeah, I have no problem like letting go of Tomb Raider. But it was it was fun mm-hmm. for what it was. So I've kind of just been playing like some older games. Like I've been playing now since I got my Switch, like Mario Maker and stuff. So I've just kind of been like dipping my toes in a lot of things. But yeah, I'd say heavily like the games I played most this year were were probably Destiny and Cyberpunk. Even though Cyberpunk just kind of came out, but um, for how long it's been out, I definitely played a shit. Oh ton yeah, of it. I, I think I'm like. I can bring up my Steam account now, but I must be over a hundred hours in that game now. Let me see. Oh, I'm definitely not that far. Um, no, I. I, I Again, it's like it would have been my game of the year if it wasn't a such a buggy mess in the first place. And but worse than the fact that I'm experiencing a few bugs and problems is the fact that other people who were supposed to be able to play it exactly. can't play it at all. That's the shitty thing. Like the PS4 people, especially. It's like the worse the hardware gets, the, the more I feel for you. Yeah, it, it really was kind of like, oh, you guys better just say uh, 109.9 hours. 109.9. On that note. Mm hmm. What are you looking forward to in 2021? Well, it's funny you should ask. First thing I'm looking forward to, I made a list. Owning a PS5. Look at you with your fucking lists. Uh, The second thing I'm looking forward to is stable cyberpunk for all the masses. That's actually what I wrote down. (laughs) Um, The big thing I'm actually looking for, okay, a couple big things. Uh, Do you want to go back and forth? Do you want me to just ramble off the list? Just just ramble, bro. You you got got a fire lip in you. Mass Effect Trilogy Remaster, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I am going to buy Mass Effect yet again, a series I have literally spent a thousand fucking dollars on. Like, just buying it for different versions with the, uh, I mean, a thousand dollars. It's sort of like seven or eight hundred dollars because I've bought all the games multiple times and all the DLC and all the and I bought Mass Effect Andromeda which is a much maligned game it's it's fine it's just too long um so Mass Effect Remaster I'm looking forward to um a new enemy type in Destiny and then I have written after that ha 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 because it's not gonna happen I was gonna say bro yeah yeah no no I I, I know you Bungie I know I, I know you guys are just like it's literally gonna be like and here's the new enemy type. Okay, we're going to fight it. What's that? Oh. Oh, the darkness is defeated and the whole game series is over and Bungie's now moving on to a chilling vision of 1930s Chicago as they're, they're doing about they're doing a battle royale game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um so I'm looking forward to that which won't happen. Uh I'm going to say play more Warframe. I want you to also give it a shot this year if you can, sir. I think that's something that we should uh we should get into cuz Warframe's a ton of fun. I have it downloaded. I just literally have never opened it. Hmm. And then finally, I'm looking forward to the recently announced demo of Outriders, the game you forget about two minutes after you've talked about it. Um, what are we talking about? Mortal Phoenix Primal? No. <laughs> no, Outriders, Outriders. And I'm like looking at this, I'm like, oh, so it's Gritstiny, which I have written down here. Basically Destiny, but gritty. And this, guy's, this guy's got jokes written out, eh? Yeah, you know, I was up all night with my uh, writing staff. We There's about eight or nine wow. of us. We sat around, we ordered a pizza. We kind of, well, it sat around, I mean, obviously on Zoom. But uh, we hashed it out, and Gritstiny was the best. Other one was Desti... Dustiny. Bla- Dustiny. Oh, Dustiny. Why would... Hey, guys, why didn't you put that in there? I said Dustiny. This, he comes up with that already. We're gonna have a meeting later. Hire me, bro. Shut I'll it, s- I'll send you my CV. Sorry, what? Hire me. I'll send you my CV. 
You might be. You know what? I am looking for Ed Wright. I'm going to tell you. You're last. I've already been anyway. minister of youth culture. Exactly. And you've got to keep me hip to things. And that includes Outriders, which again, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's funny. It's like this game that keeps getting mentioned. I'm like, oh yeah, this game. And then like the next day, I've completely forgotten about it. But they have a demo coming out in um, February, I believe, and then with the launch slated for April. And I'm curious to try it. And the nice thing apparently is, is that, um, and I'm going to say hats off to them for this at least, uh, even though I haven't played the game, so I have no idea if it'll be fun itself, um, is the fact that if whatever you do in the demo carries over to the main game. Oh, I love that. So it's like, oh, I've had a lot of fun. See you in April. Or oh, I didn't have fun. But, you know, it's uh, like, I think that's something that especially long-term game commitments like uh destiny division uh well outriders i don't know i can't think of another one but i'm sure there's a ton uh i think if a game re game should a release a playable demo so you can get a feel for it to see whether or not it's the game you want and stop calling it a fucking beta call it just a yeah. demo like I it's not a beta like betas are released like months before a game is out not the weekend before it comes out a hundred percent. You're you're a hundred percent on red. I completely didn't even think of that. Again, Carl. What now? I gotta look at my beta stuff from. No, don't give me that look, Carl. Uh, but sounds like what... Carl's a beta. Carl be lucky to be a beta. <laughs> more, you know what? He's a beta. He's a beta. Be looking for another job soon. Oh. Um, anyways, but like, um, yeah, like calling stuff a beta, like a demo beta. It's so like, it's it's so weird. It's almost like. Why are you doing this? And then they have fanboys being like, well, yeah, it's broken. It's a beta. And it's like, yeah. dude, the game's coming out in a week and a half. Like, yeah, it, like, like they're not, not going to fix anything. They're all they're doing. It's like a stress test for the servers. And that's it. There's, there's not fixing a single thing for launch. Yeah. So hats off to people can fly games for uh, calling it a demo and then hopefully keeping the stuff on. I'm definitely going to try it. I'm going to download it, give it a shot, see what it's like. It Isn't might be people great. can fly games? Isn't that somebody from a big studio that started that? I don't that? know. You Isn't know what? it I like just... one of the higher-ups from Bethesda? Or maybe not Bethesda. Maybe it's, um, um, I don't know, maybe it's Bioware? People can fly games? I am totally I think it's, thinking I think it's like somebody from higher, uh, from like one of the higher-ups from Bioware. Uh, Adrian... I don't know. I don't know names. I don't. Anyway, um, are you looking for or forward to anything else? No, I'd say that's about it. Like the PlayStation Five. Um, I'd I'd like some info on um, uh, the new Elder Scrolls. There's a Dragon Age coming down the pipes. You know, I'm sort of curious about that sort of stuff, but. I would say on the whole, like, it's kind of a weird year coming ahead. There isn't something like, um, well, other than the Mass Effect Trilogy remaster, there isn't really anything where I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for this to come out next year. Like, Cyberpunk was a big one for this year. Um, but, yeah, next year it's like Mass Effect Trilogy, and I'm sure stuff will come up. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. I'm glad this came out this year, but I don't know. How about yourself? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, having said that, the Mass Effect Trilogy, definitely so I can finally play it. Um, right. And, like, not having to, like, dust off, like, a fucking, like, Xbox version. Um... But as you said, PS5, like, the thing that will make me probably get a PS5 is the new Horizon. I loved Horizon Zero Dawn, the first game. And the new Horizon Zero Dawn, everything I've seen about it, it just makes me want to play it. Mm -hmm. um, I had a really good fucking time with that game. I platinumed it. And just that is probably, out of all the games, that's probably one of the ones I'm most hyped for. Also, for the Switch. Oh, well, are you are you hyped for Horizon Zero Dawn too? Oh! Uh 
I like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I never finished it on the PlayStation, and what I'm I have it like sort of on my wish list on Steam. So when it gets cheap enough, I'm gonna buy it there oh, and play yeah, it. Yeah, it is on Steam. I forgot but about this. That. Like it, the truth is, actually, I'll probably just wait for it to come out on Steam again. Like it's kind of funny. Like the PS5. I mean, I, It'll I come don't out know. like two years later on Steam though, or like a which year I'm and a half fine later. with. I mean, there's like Ghost of Tsushima. Is, I'm probably first of all, let's be real. We're probably not getting PlayStations until the end of the spring, early summer at this rate. Right. I'm not so, in any rush, honestly. I'm in a bit more of a rush, but even still, like, you know, so the summer hopefully Ghost of Tsushima will be for me, but like uh I'm looking forward to Horizon Westward Ho. Um but I don't it's it's not scratching at the back of my neck like uh Cyberpunk was this year, that's for sure. Uh but I respect that. I mean, if it is for you, absolutely. It looks like it'll be fun, but I'm also looking forward to um, the sequel. Well, there's Bravely Second, which is the sequel. Th- Remember that game I was talking about? That yeah, Bravely Default. Yeah, you had to beat six times. Yeah. Um, so there was a like a soft sequel called Bravely Second, but there's also going to be a Bravely Default 2 coming out for Switch. And like that's I'm buying that 100%. I'm so stoked for that. Um, the, 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 I hear Bravely Second is also very good. I might have to pick that up eventually. I believe it's for 3DS. I might have to pick that up eventually, but, um, Bravely, Bravely Default 2 for Switch, that, like, that's definitely one of the reasons, kind of, like, down the pipeline that I got a Switch for. I mean, realistically, now, like, it's the only, like, I'm not gonna buy anything for Switch that comes out on anything else. Like, my buddy lent me Doom, Doom 2016, and apparently, I haven't played it on Switch, but apparently it's, like, not good on switch um yeah i don't think the switch quite has the hardware to keep up with a game like that exactly so like i would never get anything that's cross-platform for switch so essentially yeah. it's it was like a 400 and whatever i don't know it's for it was like 400 dollars or whatever like nintendo machine like i'm i'm buying it for the nintendo exclusives and like well, you... i'm fine with that sorry i didn't mean to step on you there but no you love, i know you love nintendo like and you're a big uh I don't want to say fanboy, but like, you know, you, you oh, quite I'm enjoy a fanboy. It. So he's a Nintendo fanboy. You admitted it. Um, arrest him. And I think it Take makes me sense. Take me to Nintendo jail. Yeah. Bonk, go to My Nintendo uncle jail. is the warden. Uh, but <laughs> what I'm saying is like, it makes sense as a purchase for you. I, I toyed with the, once the Switch started becoming cheap again in the fall, I was like, don't want to pick this up. But then I was like, well, all I want for it really is Breath of the Wild. And there's nothing that really itches me about Nintendo. And it's not because I don't think Nintendo makes good games. They absolutely do. It's just that none of their games are really my cup of tea outright. And it's certainly not enough to spend $400 on a system. So, yeah, but I respect that. Uh, is there anything else coming out for Nintendo that's uh, besides Bravely Default? And, uh... oh, by uh, the way, don't get Witcher 3 on it. Apparently it's just terrible. No, I wouldn't. I have it for PS4. There's a couple of things coming out for Nintendo. I saw, like... A few different things nothing that like really caught my eye like i'm not a big like animal crossing guy i think there's like a new animal crossing game mm-hmm. but yeah Already? I don't know. really like a year yeah or like or expansion or something oh okay like an expansion okay and yeah i don't know i like I'll, I'll i'm not like kind of like there's just such a big catalog of of past games for the switch that like i'm good for a while but bravely bravely second is definitely like the one that is that when i bought the system i was like that's coming down the pipeline so it was kind of like almost like a an incentive for me to buy it like there's already like a huge catalog of great games that i need to play but Mm -hmm. that was one of the ones that i'm like and additionally this thing is coming out i mean i know we beat this horse to uh this dead horse to death uh or this what's what's the line beating a dead dead horse horse. (laughs) beating a dead horse i mean you can't beat a dead horse to death it's already dead i mean mean, you can beat a dead dead horse 
but it won't get more dead. Yeah. I think it's pretty much a binary state death. Oh, I'm sure there's gray areas, but... We're trying CPR on a dead horse here. But, uh... CD Projekt on a dead horse? Wow. Uh, the new... What is it? What is it? The Witch King is... Or what's what's the new Destiny expansion called? Oh, uh... Rise of Witch, the Witch King? Witch or why Queen. Rise of Queen? Right, yeah, Witch Queen or something like that. Yeah, not Witch King, obviously. Uh, which is... Which is be tripping. Yeah. Move Witch, get out my way. Mm. Um, that hive over there. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. Like, like we, like you kind of mentioned yeah. earlier, um, Destiny is almost like in a holding pattern. It's like they took out all this content, took out all these raids, strikes, PvP maps, planets, whatever, and the amount of stuff that they replaced it with was very small. So it's like they're. It's almost like Bungie is like asking you to trust them, being like, you know, this is kind of like this is what we have now. There's more stuff coming down the pipeline, which is why I think they announced content for the next three years or two years. At the time, it was three years. It was, um, yeah, three content drops. Ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's why they're kind of doing that to be like, you know, we do have a roadmap and it's like, do you trust them? You know, a lot of people don't. I, at this point, like, fuck, man, I'm along for the ride. Like, I love the franchise. Like, we had our big break. Like, for me, it was what, like a year or almost two years that I didn't play Destiny, like, at all. And, um... You know, looking back at that time, I I do wish that I kind of experienced, like I talked about this in the Destiny podcast, but like I do wish I experienced those things, those new kind of things with the community, like, you know, as far as like Last Wish Raid goes and like Dreaming City being a secret, et cetera, et cetera, um, the secret missions, whatever. But luckily we got in there and we still had like a full solid year. How long have we been back on Destiny? No, over a year now. Oh, over uh, a year. What yeah, well it? over a year. We came back before Shadowkeep. So that well was like before a year Shadowkeep. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I would say we're, we're probably closing in on a uh, year and three quarters this time. Like, sorry, yeah, we probably started back... like spring before Shadowkeep. I, I know I came back a bit before you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. You were definitely trying to get me back on there. So you're, it's your fault, Um, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I'm sorry. Apology acceptance pending. But yeah, oh, so, <laughs> so um, I, I, I'm looking forward to like new Destiny content. Um, it, it'll be you know very welcomed. But yeah. um, especially yeah, a new I, enemy type that's got to be coming this year, right? Right. I hope. I hope. Yes, it um, is. It'll be the hive, but they'll have like purple rocks on their armor. <sighs> And they'll shoot explodey things that are slightly different. Can I also oh. say, as a sidebar, I find the hive the least interesting of the enemies. Like the elixir are kind of like we, the traveler fucked us. We want to get a thing. The, Ooh, the, the elixir. Calm right. down, I don't come, bife. I don't come, I don't come fall. Calm what down, bife. Want to go, bife, please. Um, the vex are interesting, kind of conceptually. The cabal, they're whatever, but you kind of. But I, I find the hive just like, yep, undead monsters. Don't give a shit. Like it's very, and the, but it also feels like two out of every four, like one out of every two drops for Destiny are Hive related, and I, it's like somebody's there. The Bungie is like, this one's gonna be about the Hive. Uh, Jim, you know we do have this Vex or this Hive this time. It's gonna be Hive. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, fucking sick of it. Yeah, I, I like the um that new the wyver the wyverns though those are Vex. So I don't know. I can't hate Vex because like. I don't know. I don't. I don't mind Vex. They're they they remind they're, me of Volta Glass. They're interesting. They're like time traveling robots that are like like the sort like it, they're they're when you step back from it, kind of a dumb idea. But like it's very sort of like oh, what, you know what is they, Vex milk? Well, 
when a Vex daddy gets excited. All right. Um, who we got? So I, I think I just kind of want to end things here mm-hmm. with, um, let me ask you, what is your singular most favorite gaming moment of the year? Now, this could be a new story. This could be, you know, a moment that you experienced in a video game. Anything. Anything video game related. Hit me with it. Uh, it's very simple. Uh, my favorite gaming moment was actually very long and it was uh playing online with friends because pandemic this year man this has been an effed up year or last year was an effed up year hopefully the last six days haven't been that bad but you know i would say it's kind of weird like i wouldn't say it's a specific gaming moment like a moment in the game or something like that or the release of a game but just you know playing with friends online was my that was the big deal for me this year and a lot of my friends got into gaming more online whether it was like full on what we consider video games or just like playing like, you know, board games on a website kind of thing. And I would say favorite moment. Yeah. Anytime I was playing with friends, they were all good because they're all the same moment. They're great. All right. Well, I went a little more granular with this one. Um, My favorite moment over the whole, my whole, my favorite gaming moment of the whole year would be when you, me and Mr. P as he is known to the podcast. What up? Um, we went into, um, Prophecy, the newest dungeon in Destiny, blind. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, yeah. That was just, like, going in completely blind, like, I think we were still, like, a little tiny bit under-leveled, like, like, went in completely blind to this dungeon, which is, like, you know, a dungeon is, is a thing that, you know, takes, you know, once you know what to do, it takes, what, maybe about an hour to do, maybe a little bit less. Yeah, like, 45 minutes an hour, yeah. Yeah, so, but, like, on your first playthrough, it's, like, you don't know what weapons to bring, you don't know what to level up, you don't know, you have no idea what the encounters are going to be, what the mechanics are, and it was us just, for the first bit, like, figuring out the mechanics with, like, the light modes and the dark modes, and then, like, you know, fighting the first boss, and then the first time we, uh, you know, found uh, a ribbon, like, the the Rainbow Road, that, like, ribbon fucking Mario Kart. Yeah, that's a great part, yeah. Oh, such a good space. It's just this giant space with these, like, three ribbons that you can, like, drive your, like, Sparrow, which is, like, a speeder bike down. And what's cool, too, is, like, it's such a great environment that you can either, like, be quick and, like, hop on your Sparrow, but there's things trying to boop you off, there's enemies shooting you, or you can actually take, like, a separate platforming kind of path mm-hmm. to, through all like the little kind of floating pyramidy things so i don't know i like i just had such a fun time um us three just going in experiencing the uh mechanics just like having a laugh like you know falling off the edge like swearing um and again like it was the perfect amount of like fun and kind of challenge like we still had to like put on our big boy pants we saw to like use our good weapons we saw to use our like highest like light level stuff and we had to like you know put we had to actually try and like figure out mechanics and like execute them and you know now we can blast through that thing in like like what would you say like 40 45 minutes yeah 40 45 minutes yeah we're like we're just one shotting every boss like whatever depends on how the cube room plays out yeah the cube room could either be like three rotations or like 23 who even knows yeah um but yeah i just had such a good time like it's such a good great piece of content um i just had such a fun time with you two it was just so much fun so that was my personal gaming moment now i feel bad about just saying playing with friends online i mean though technically that did include that so yeah no i got you i it was it was a fine answer i mean i when i thought of the like the 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 topic i i was more talking like a granular a granular moment but hey this is podcasting baby and on that note i'm gonna end it right there dude thanks so much for coming out uh it was really great yeah it was really great getting your uh 
your opinion on this uh, past year, and I hope this uh, next year is a little bit better than the last one. Oh, you know what? There is one thing else I forgot to mention that I was looking forward to this year. Getting vaccinated. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks a lot for coming out. Take it easy. Later.